said the Lismore City Council has responded to the Land and Environment Court's North Lismore Plateau decision, which was successful in stopping that development. So the ruling has put a stop to 433 residential lots in that subdivision, one of three developments slated for the plateau. The council had spent big on infrastructure to prepare the land for development. It released a statement on the 20th of May addressing the outcome of the case, which the council was party to. The council defended its decision to initially approve the development, even though the court found that the species impact statement should have accompanied the development application, and therefore the DA was not properly and lawfully made, and the decision to grant consent was void and of no effect. We, are, we formed an organisation, the North Lismore Plateau Protection Association, about six years ago, and uh, in the defence of uh, opposition of any development on the North Lismore Plateau, which is... Um, one of the most significant sites in the Lismore district. There's so many significant sites on that plateau. Well, it's in the landscape itself. He's a sleeping lizard. A photo from the air, you can see him. His head run down the south and his tail runs right along to the plateau at the Wine Wine Falls. And that's and it. burial sites at the end of the Wine Wine Falls and there's burial sites in the middle and there's burial sites all along the plateau. So that's very important in Aboriginal culture, isn't it, to retain those burial sites? That's what it's all about. It's not about me or any individual. It's about our future and it's our Aboriginal cultural heritage. Yes, it's our history. There's another area called the Buninj Hill. Uh, what's that site? What's the importance of that site? Uh, the Buninj the Bunin ceremonial section is Bob de Robin's waterhole. And it's a spring there at the top of the quarry. All these whitefellas have got their churches and their temples they go to. Well, this was like a church for our people. And it wasn't about praying to any being. It was about food and water. Yeah, the water still the water is still there. The animals are still there. And that's a ceremonial site, but at any site up there is forever at risk. Two thousand houses on the mount. Two thousand houses. What's under them stones? The stone cans. It's the burials. They're forever at risk, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And you've been running a campaign around this issue for around ten years. Yeah, that's right. It's about ten years in the making. Well, the actual development the proposal has been going for twenty years. And I came home to visit the children and uh, I walked into the proposed development again here in Lismore. So I've been here since, fighting and standing up to the Lismore City Council. And the Lismore City Council, I don't want to go running any council down there, borrowed money for uh, infrastructure on the North Lismore Plateau for the developers and I didn't know that was allowed. Yeah, so as far as I'm concerned, the Lismore Council have got a lot to answer for. Thank you to Uncle Mickey Ryan for that interview. That was an interview from March before they went into the Land and Environment Court and won that Lismore Plateau court case. Next, we'll have a listen to an interview with Julie, who's been a member of the protection group since it incorporated six years ago. She's speaking about what happened in the court case with Uncle Mickey Ryan and an exhibition that's on at the Community Gallery, the Serpentine Gallery, Lismore, and they've got some displays there relating to that Echidna Hill and you can also contact the group on Facebook. Look up the Lismore Plateau Protection Group and there's some contact numbers there and a bank account as well if you'd like to make a contribution toward the fighting fund for the court case. It was recently won in the Land and Environment Court, but it will be a... This year we're focusing on, um, here in, in Lismore, our group, the North Lismore Plateau Protection Association, who's supporting Uncle Mickey Ryan in his battle with council, protecting Aboriginal cultural heritage. The window display is at Serpentine Gallery, which is so nicely located nearby the, the North Lismore plateau and the serpentine gallery of course the name it sounds so perfect because um, in the dream time there it was the battle between the snake and the goanna and the goanna actually 
went to North Lismore um, where there were some special herbs um, to heal the wound. But So that's where the goanna lay to rest. And is that um, related to the echidna, the, the goanna story? Does the yes, echidna yes, fit in with yes, that story? Yes, and this is what makes the echidna hill so important. Uncle Mickey has recently successfully stopped council from developing on, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. The echidna does have a story as well. The, but that's not for me to talk about because um, that's... That's know, sacred business, is it? Yeah. So what's happening with the exhibition? What have you got down there at the Serpentine Gallery? Well, um, one thing we have, um, there's two windows at the Serpentine Gallery and Fiona McConaughey, who's the, the manager of this, um, the gallery, um, which is so nicely located in Bridge Street, North Lismore. Uh, there's two shop front windows. Uh, they've been doing some renovations and so it was just perfect timing to make use of the space so close to the hill for an awareness for Reconciliation Week and also about the, the importance of keeping place for um, for the community, the Aboriginal community, and for ensuring that uh, the community at large gets to learn some of the knowledge um, or some of the stories, the importance of keeping places um, for for future generations to come. Because without any stories, there there is no future for uh, the next generations coming along. And it's, it's always related to country, isn't it? The stories, yes, it that's it. It's so important to retain country. What can people expect to find at the gallery? Are there some paintings, uh, uh, craft? What's, what's yes. there, Julie? Okay, well, so there's two shop front windows, as I said. On one is um, the, well, a big Aboriginal banner that had, had been placed on the hill some years ago um, in protest an awareness that this land is was you know and always is Aboriginal land um, and the sacred sites that should not be tampered so there we have um, some media articles um, that have gone throughout the battle um, we have uh, I, I have to go and have a look um, <laughs> that's I'm, I'm okay still, so there's a display there's a there's display, a display yes, when's it open educational it's opening. It's opening. Um, well, officially, we, we, we're opening it um, Wednesday tomorrow. Um, Terrific! But, so people can yes. come over. What time's the opening? Uh, one o'clock. One o'clock. Uh, we and we have on the following on the other window there is um, a, another display done by our happy women. So they had a bit of a, an opening of theirs yesterday. Um, so, yeah, this we're, is we're uh, local working. Bunjalung women have put some yes. displays in for Reconciliation Week, I believe. That's correct, yes. So the Our Happy Women meet up at uh, the YWCA up at Ganelabar um, and so they're a group of women, um, Aboriginal women from around the region and um, they, they've learned their arts and crafts and um, they've actually got some, some nice artwork here on display as well and some items for sale. But the important thing at this place is the um, protecting Aboriginal sites from development. That's that's the area that I'm sort of focusing on. And Uncle, uh, we um, are focusing on. Yes, Uncle, that's right. And Uncle Mickey had the win in the Land and Environment Court case recently. Absolutely, yes. The court, yes. Um, and now there is like a, a period of about um, two weeks in which uh, both sides 
have to uh, review the judicial report of 117 pages, so it's not over yet. Um, the developers are considering appealing the court again, so the battle is not over. Of, um, of genocide in a way because it's destroying any evidence of the Aboriginal population because the land has artefacts in it as well, doesn't it? It sure does. It sure does. It, it's been, and it's even, there's been two archaeologists who have visited the site. <laughs>